Welcome to the Priory Learning Trust podcast, TPLT Talks. Okay, good afternoon everybody, or maybe good morning, depends when you're listening to it I suppose. Um, hope you had a good summer holiday. Um, we're back and this is day two. Uh, day one for a lot of students. I think your eights and nines have come back in today. Your sevens came in yesterday. Um, so by the time you're listening to this, it'll be the first official Monday, Monday the 6th. With me today is Katie Dominey, our Chair of Trustees, and Neville Coles, our CEO. So I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves now. So over to you guys. Hi, I'm Katie Dominey, so Chair of the Board of Trustees. And I've been in the Chair position now for 12 months, a trustee just under two years. Brilliant. Thanks, Katie. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Um, it is the morning in podcast land. Um, yeah, Neville Coles, hi. I'm the CEO of the Priory Learning Trust. Um, been involved with uh, Priory since 2002. So my 19th or 20th year uh, involved with Priory, then Priory Community School and PCSA, and now the Priory Learning Trust. So good morning, everybody. Brilliant. Thank you both. Um we probably know a little bit about Neville and your background and how you come through, and you gave a little bit of detail to us there. Perhaps, Katie, it'd be good to, to let colleagues know how you ended up uh, as a trustee and then chair of trustees. What's your background? Yeah, thanks, Nathan. Um, so I'm head of HR at the moment for an environmental charity called Soil Association, and we're incredibly passionate about students and the future workforce and uh, future citizens of the world. And um, I really love volunteering and having previously been a school governor for a local school in Western, sought out the opportunity really to get involved again and the Priory Learning Trust um, approached with an opportunity for trustee and then actually um, sort of future succession of, of chair of the board. Um, so opportunity to get back in education, which I'm incredibly passionate about, that connection back into what I do day to day, bringing that workforce through and, and supporting work experience and career paths. Um, and yeah, just really love finding ways to help think strategically and, and yeah, develop how we deliver education and yeah, future paths for students and things and had great understanding really of the Priory Learning Trust working and living locally and great opportunity to come and support and get involved. I was going to say, uh, you know, you, you said you wanted to get back in and get involved with education. The Priory Learning Trust a particularly good fit for you? Yeah, very much. I was very aware of, of the schools um, and Neville's reputation, actually, and his team um, as a local sort of education provider. And it was great to have that opportunity to come in. And I think it was finding the contribution that you can make, which was really important. And I think coming from an HR background, so human resources, really passionate about people. Um, and like I say, just trying to understand actually what's happening in the world of education at the moment, what are students being asked to deliver and how do we grow them into these amazing humans and then how do we as employers sort of respond to that. And to me, it just felt a really great connecting piece to, to bring those two things together. So, yeah, just back after a, a, a summer break or, or a teacher break, as, as Neville reminds us regularly, there are, there are significant numbers of colleagues in schools who, who continue to work over the summer. Um, and Katie, you... you probably continued to work over the Cheers. summer um did, did you manage to get away at all or no you didn't but actually i'm away uh next week so yeah always take the birthday weeks off and it's the uh yeah birthday next week so yeah heading to wales so can't wait sunny wales as <laughs> as is going to be next week i'm told um just as we all come back to school brilliant um you, you mentioned kate you were you you were a governor before where, where was that what was that role you, you 
yeah so when I moved to Western um from Portishead I really wanted to get involved in the community and and I think you know I'm really passionate about education and and Mendip Green primary school actually had an opportunity and they were looking to recruit onto their academy council skills based um and they needed sort of HR business sort of background and my contribution there really was helping around policies and apprenticeships and um you know staff matters and things like that but bringing sort of a different focus I suppose from that that business professional background into a school environment which is different um it's a really interesting space to learn but yeah I was there for about two two and a half years and it was a great insight into how schools run how they're passionate how you need to draw on the goodwill of people really that volunteer and give their time and have these little um pockets of interest and specialism and I think if you can tap into that you can really drive some some great um, connections from you know your, your academy council into your school practice and that operational space and it was really good grounding I think then for stepping up into this sort of trustee space where you come slightly further removed from that you, you still care about obviously what's going on in, in schools but you have at those academy councils at that level and we try and sit here and help steer that direction and, and support Neville and um, build what is a, f- a phenomenal trust um, locally and that reputation and impact. So, yeah, I think without that grounding, actually, that experience, it, it would have felt a bigger leap sort of coming into a trustee space. So, yeah, really grateful for those couple of years. Yeah, brilliant. You, you picked up on goodwill there. I think that that's something that sometimes gets forgotten, isn't it? You know, we yes, we we pay staff and they, they give an awful lot more than than they paid for often. But in, in terms of trustees and governors, it's entirely goodwill, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, that's where we've got to be really mindful of, of how we ask time from people and their contribution and make sure that feels efficient and you know effective in that it, it has impact when it's given um, and don't take too for granted the availability of people but you know that's why I'm really ap- appreciative of our board actually we're a real mix of um, education professionals professional professionals some are still working full-time some part-time some are retired and that blend actually lends itself to real adaptability and agility I think in how we can respond to the needs of the trust and give our time but yeah I, I think not to say you know my brother's recently qualified as a teacher where he lives um, in East Anglia and I hear his stories of all the extra time he gives and, and credit to teachers and principals. You go beyond, you know, there is no doubt about that. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of goodwill, I think, in education. Brilliant. <laughs> Good summer, Neville? Yeah, Nathan, fantastic. Um, I said to some colleagues yesterday on our, on our tour of schools that I uh, had the great pleasure of touring um, on a cruise uh, around the British Isles, actually. So I... Spent some time in Orkney and in Shetland, actually. So, yeah, I don't possibly think I would have gone on a cruise to Shetland and Orkney had it not been for the pandemic, to be quite honest. <laughs> and I probably won't be going there again on a cruise ship. But no, on a seriously note, it was Scarborough Bray. And for our historians out there, um, you know, I'm a history graduate myself um, alongside the PE. Um, so, yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, fantastic summer. Just coming back to what Katie said there, I think about his volunteering is really really important to stress that that our governors and our trustees are volunteers and you know whilst in schools we ask our staff and talk about going the extra mile and what Andy Buck calls discretionary effort it's all extra mile from the trustees and governors and we mustn't forget that so we try tried not to forget that over my last uh, 20 years you know working with governing bodies and trust boards um so yeah i thank katie and, and all our governors and trustees for their great continued discretionary extra mile effort in, in, to help the kids and staff in in our schools and of course just to, to add to that 
uh, briefly is that some of our staff act as governors on academy councils in, in other schools. So if any of anybody um, listening to this as a member of staff who wants to be a governor on the, an academy council, do do uh, you know let me know um and we can make that happen um so that's that's an opportunity and and it's interesting interesting to do so gives you another perspective on how schools run yeah it's a great opportunity actually i did it i did many years ago i went as as a relatively new tlr within a school and i i jumped on a local primary school governing body to give myself a little bit of insight there and um you do learn a lot um i think it's a it's a really valuable experience so i'd 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 recommend it um, wholeheartedly. Well, I didn't get out of sunny Wales for most of the su- most of the summer. If I'm honest with you, I did a full tour of it, mind. I, d- I s- West Wales and did a full loop all the way around. But uh, it was a proper staycation. I stayed in Wales, <laughs> so uh, there you go. I I, l- I learned many years ago, Nathan, not to say anything disparaging about the Welsh. You're, you're very <laughs> passionate people, so we we, we may- maybe move on from talking about Wales and England and yeah. Let's not even go there, Neville. Let's just not go there now. Yeah, brilliant and. Neville, perhaps you could give us a little bit about how we got here. Um, obviously, you know, you, you've been with Priory School for a long time, as you said just now, but how did the, the trust evolve then? Okay, um, so 2014, I guess, um, a major point in time for, for the trust and, and for us, um, as it was then us at PCSA. So November 2014, the school um, had an Ofsted judgment of outstanding, um, which was great, of course, for everybody concerned. Um, interestingly enough, I spoke to a, a governor at um, PCSA only uh, last week who rightly said, you know, we shouldn't just be chasing Ofsted. Um, and we, we never chased Ofsted at PCSA. It should just be what you do day in, day out, and, and Ofsted will come around and, and see what they see. So that was very much the philosophy, and um, I think that actually should be our philosophy you know, going forward this year, as Ofsted probably will return to some of our schools this year. So, yeah, 2014, Ofsted outstanding. Um, so that was um, great for us, and we then got the opportunity to move ourselves from a SAT, so a single academy trust, because... Um, Priory became an academy trust, I think, in 2011. And um, post that, then we were in, in the you know, envious position um, and a position we wanted to be in of um, becoming a multi-academy trust so we could um, welcome other schools if asked or if schools wish to join us um, and work collaboratively with more colleagues. Um, and as Katie's just said, there it is about people and we wanted to work with more people and sort of bring our philosophy, our ethos, our students first, our cherishing staff, serving communities to a wider audience. So yeah, 2016, um, we became a multi-academy trust, and 2017, we welcomed um, WCSA in the March, formally, into as being the first other school into um, you know the multi-academy trust set up and um, we've progressed from there to to where we are now with the nine sites um, and a primary secondary mix and a mix of church um, academies um, so yeah we're in a I think we're in a really good pace Nathan so I'm really really pleased with the development over recent times and a, and a really diverse group of schools um, across a number of communities which was that something you were you set out to achieve 
Um, not not specifically, I think to be honest to say. Um, you know, we were keen always to work with other other leaders and other teachers and other kids and as Katie said there, serve the community. So, you know, as it happened we were approached by the Regional Schools Commissioner um two thousand and sixteen, the summer of two thousand sixteen to become involved in, in what was World School. And we um did so as a, in a head of school model. So um, myself and Jackie um, and a couple other colleagues um, spent the summer of 2016 at WCSA. I had a lovely suntan that summer from sitting on the school field quite a lot, so that was fantastic. <laughs> um, and um, and then from that model of head of school, um, we appointed Jackie to be um, principal of WCSA in the March of 17, and the school became an academy roughly at the same point. I think that's approximately right maybe the april for the, the, the principal appointment but certainly the march of 17 so i keep saying it we're relatively relatively young um well, academy trust really um especially in light of the pandemic um so no we didn't set out particularly to be you know we were we we wanted to help our nearest other local school um and we did the same as has happened over time with the, the king alfred um school as it was at Highbridge Burnham Sea and at the same kind of time uh, Castle Batch who was a our, our main feeder into PCSA um, asked should would they could they join the Priory Learning Trust and so did St Anne's and St Anne's was a more complex um, piece because of its church status so we had to change without too much technicality here we had to change our setup to um become part of that uh, you know welcome a church academy specifically into the priory learning trust so it wasn't much intentional design about it back then we just were helping people i think as time has gone on we have um become more intentional in our design which is one of the rsc's uh, favorite phrases and I, I completely agree with that actually so as you know now we've established two hubs and we believe in a hub model one hub in highbridge and one hub in western and we would wisely now welcome growth into either of those hubs in a in a in an intentional manner. Um, yeah, so there we go. That's 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 how it. Um, that's where we are. Excellent. Uh, maybe we'll pick up on potential plans for the future a little bit further down the road. You mentioned the pandemic. There, it's interesting. Katie and I were chatting just before we started that um, you know Katie's been within the trust for eighteen months, and we've met briefly once. Uh, yeah. before today <laughs> uh, because of the face-to-face -face, uh, that is um, Katie how have you how have you found sort of integrating yourself into the trust during the pandemic I'm definitely grateful for those sort of first few months of being able to visit all the schools the, the principals meet some of the students really pick up the life and and, and soul of these schools and and uh, bring that to life and I think it's really important we get that back on track over this next 12 months really obviously safely and, and with caution but um yeah, it, it's funny actually taking on quite a, an important role as a chair and then the kind of character that I am I actually appreciated to some degree some ease of being at home and, and uh, the formality perhaps sometimes that has to give in structure um, and organisation a little bit and actually when you're still learning lots and learning about the education sector and, and how it impacts us and, and that thinking time about how do we then bring that back into the trust for discussion Um yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, you know, some of that actually I think I found appreciated that bit of space. But what it does impact, as we'll all know, is relationships. Mm. Absolutely. And I think we've done brilliantly to to form bonds and have regular conversation and, and create new ways of 
getting to know each other, but it's that bit that we need to really build back up on these next 12 months, spending good time together, building that dialogue and conversation. And um, like I say, just spending time in our schools again and seeing the amazing work that's gone on, whether that's through site development, um, culture, you know, new students coming in and how we're changing delivery of education. I think we need to go and see that now. So that's the bit I'm excited for, but yeah, Excellent. very different. Yeah, and, and both of you, I guess, do you think there are things we've learned that we'll keep? From in terms of practices, perhaps. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, as a as a board, it's really important that there are things we have to do, and there are the, there's time where we have to make decisions or or do the order of things, get the house in order. I like to say, and I th- and I think some of those things and formalities, you know, can still work actually in how we've done it. We're really hoping with new trustees coming on board this year to really make a, a more of a diverse reach into communities or, or professional individuals that perhaps we haven't always been able to access. And I think perhaps Zoom meetings and things like that support accessibility to some degree around life and balance of, of home commitments or work priorities. Um, but then there is these moments where we need good informal discussion and, and creative solutions and thinking and I think they're the times where then you call people together and I think the blend is going to be really important around yeah how we engage um, and how we're present and seen I think also across the schools and by the key stakeholders really in the trust. Yeah I was talking to uh, colleagues this week when we were going around visiting all the all the schools on the first day saying actually that re-engaging with the community element is something I'm really looking forward to um, something we've really missed isn't it you know the the, even even the simple, you know, the carol concerts where we can invite community members in and, and going out to, to community events, it's, it's a huge part of school life. Yeah. Um, it's a huge part of what we do as a trust, I know, um, and something I'm really excited actually to get back involved with. And I think one thing, um, before Neville might to come in, but, you know, we've had some amazing um, anecdotal feedback over this year about the school's relationship with families, whether that's carers, parents, the children, and, and it's amazing how... Everyone really has adapted to new ways of having to communicate and at new times of day of having to be available and, and do that. But we need to put that personal back in. We need to put that physical contact and, and meeting people face to face because I think that's the warmth of a relationship when you can get that, that sort of contact time. But, you know, I do want to praise the, the effort that was made actually to keep those connections into the communities and the families that we work with um, over a really troubling year and, and have no doubt that that care will, will continue across this year. Excellent, Neville. Have you got any thoughts on on that, um, or anything else related to <laughs> the, the last eighteen months? Well, I think as as Katie says, there it's been a challenging time. I um, hope um, that our staff, you know, really do understand about cherishing staff and re- what it really means in terms of, you know, the way we planned home working um, and what we were expecting our staff to do. Um, I thought we took a wise approach. Um, I think it's. Um, the right approach um and i think it's you know, as you know obviously nathan it's it was developed through close consultation and um talking with our principals in particular about how they wanted to to deal with live live learning or not live learning as the case may be so i think that's something that um you know sticks in my memory um in terms of how we work through the pandemic i completely agree as you you know, know again, Nathan, and Katie says there about the idea that relationships are really, really important. Um, you know, I was always very passionate, in fact, changed the title of duties to uh, 
building relationships, which raised some eyebrows to start with. But I really do believe in that. And I think it's all about relationships. I think the simpler you can keep um, a lesson, the simpler you can keep management of schools, the better. Um, and it's been a quite a complex time of home working, home learning, flexibility. So I think we have learned some things, I think, in terms of the central team working. I think, you know, our finance team, for example, um, Marinda and Anne and Claire and Bev and all the other excellent people we've got in finance centrally um, have have quite have been telling me they're, they're, they think they're you know, very productive at home. So, you know, we'll assess that and look at that. But I do think there's a place, obviously, for, um, you know, face to face communication and face to face um, working at that level. Um, now, clearly. Uh, my view is always, you know, the classroom is king and, um, you know, those interactions, those day to day interactions, not only for students well-being and health, but actually for, um, you know, staff welfare and health. So I'm delighted that we're back face to face. Um, and it's as you say, it was great yesterday to visit all um, well, many of our schools and do the same next week at two more secondary schools so yeah brilliant um i think you know we'll all reflect on the on the last 18 months and take the best bits from that and um you know just 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 now hope that we're back to absolutely more of a norm, normal type of um you know, school day school year and as you rightly say sport the arts and creative activities absolutely pivotal to what we should be doing through the prior learning trust so following that year that we've just had um, and everything you've just said, Neville and, and Katie, where do you see this year going? What do you, what do you think this year is going to look like um, or should look like in school? So I think for us as a trust board, it's really key to capture everything that we gained from new ways of learning and delivering education over the last year to, to keep outcomes as a priority. And I think it's how do you bring that to life in classrooms and uh, curriculum planning and, and those things and make sure if there's gaps or or areas that we, we had to almost sort of forego a little bit because, you know, the environment just didn't allow us to pick those things up, but what Neville was just sort of saying, um, to bring that in um, and just start to see the results of that. So as trustees, we'll be keen to see how schools respond, how the leadership picks those things up. I think in terms of our, our plans, we've brilliantly brought the Huntsvilles in this this sort of last school year and really helping them settle and ensure they feel part of our trust and understanding what that means for them as well and that individuality of schools joining us um, and learning from that experience so that as we continue to think about growth which is a really important aspect for us as a board you know we take those lessons again and those opportunities and think what enhances the experiences across our communities really in that and be quite determined I think in some of that so I'm hoping this year that we'll have some great conversation around what does that look like how does that feel um, appropriate where's our ambition around some of that um, with all of the expertise that we're building into our capacity um, across our teams and and yeah see where we can then go and actively contribute that further into our communities so I think at the moment one of the things I'm really keen to understand is you know that that continued but cautious growth um, as well as ensuring you know students have opportunities to to capture things that they've missed out on over those last sort of year 18 months um, and yeah new students coming in really feel settled and at home with us as well because they would have had such a disruptive year perhaps finishing primary schools and those sort of aspects that actually we need to give them a great experience of coming back in as well. I completely agree uh, my own two 
two children, you know, I know they've had a crazy two years just like we have. It's been really disrupted um, and we we don't know what, what it's going to be like for them over the next six months, do we? So, you know, uh, I agree with you entirely. They're crucial that we we start the term really well for all these young people now and, and, and get them back to some form of normality, whatever that may be. Mm. Um, Neville, th- thoughts? Um, yeah, of course, Nathan. Yeah, um, similar to Katie, obviously. Um, I have my own view on growth. I think, um, you know, we would be wiser at the moment to resettle and have a really strong year looking at particularly at our secondary outcomes. I really want to focus on secondary outcomes over the next um, 12 months. Um, I think also within that, though, we've got some really great growth plans in terms of our alternative provision um which we will be term which will be termed appropriate provision so i think that will really help our communities i think it will help our staff and most will help our kids to achieve some students um no matter what diet of education we put um on the table as it were will find school challenging and we want to meet those needs in particular um rightly through the pandemic you know we've pulled our gag our funding and our reserve positions are very strong which will enable us to provide great ap growth which i'm really keen to see um lisa is very passionate um so am i about developing further our preschool provision and that early years education so if we get it right in the early years in our primary sector that will transpose into the secondary sector and that starts from the very youngest um, students across the trust children in the trust so we're looking to relocate um, priory preschool to the castle batch site um, and brand as little learners which i think will help castle batch and um, our children our communities again you know greatly so those are the two you know complex but you know simple projects um, on the table that I think we can um, facilitate with with board support obviously and uh, Mark and his team have um, worked um, with all our school leaders and all our schools through the last 18 months on that quite complex process of pooling of uh, the general annual grant um, so it's in place so looking across the sector we are in a really strong position in terms of our approach to um, you know, developing our trust, I think. And, um, you know, as a board, um, and I serve as a trustee as well on, on the board, um, we'll wisely take it forward in the future. So, um, and of course, one, one other thing that I'm always conscious of and always want to say in, uh, is I'm so impressed with the Teaching School Alliance or now our Training School Alliance and how we've manage again through the pandemic to continue to train on on you know on average around 40 colleagues every year not just in bring them into our trust but uh, into the sector so denise and the work of the training school alliance brilliant um brilliant work um and also i didn't want to always want to make a, a, a plug as it were for the sixth form because i think that's some fantastic work that you've done nathan and other colleagues at um tcasa over time and from a position of um, 50 plus or 60, maybe was it in 2018, to I think this year potentially 120 um, year 12s coming in, just fabulous. So um, yeah, those are the, those are things at the front of my mind. Um, and again, always try and keep it as simple as possible. Kiss it, Neville. Yeah. <laughs> so they say, Nathan. K I double S. Keep yeah. it simple, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. 
Okay, so I, th- I think we're just about reaching the end of our of our time here today. That both, thank you very much. Um, I think it's been really insightful and and really um, really important for colleagues to be able to hear who you are, where you've come from, what your thoughts are um, on, on where we're going um, and what we're doing here as a trust. You know, I think the message is quite clear from you guys that this year is is about resetting, um, is about consolidating, is about building wisely, slowly sensibly um but it's also good to hear that there is ambition and we will be continuing to look at at, at sensible growth over time so um yeah any any final thoughts i just want to say thank you very much you know to to staff and everyone listening just thank you you know we do appreciate everything that you do and the care that you've shown and um we hope you feel that in return from us but yeah really excited for the next 12 months and beyond actually um and yeah thank you for the time today it's been good to catch up brilliant thank you both Thank you, Nathan. Thank you very much. Okay, I think that just about wraps up the podcast. Uh, massive thanks to our guests today. As always, if you'd like to get in touch, if you'd like to contribute, if you'd like to email me, my email address is nathan.jenkins at thepl.t.org.uk. This has been the Primary Learning Trust Podcast, TPLT Talks. <laughs>